All right, welcome to Forbidden Cinema, episode 50. Woo! Hey, how many people really do this? I mean, I know th- there's a very few of you, but you're devoted and we love you. And here we go, 50 episodes, guys. I think technically if you look at the feed, it's more than that. But we have a bonus episode on Minx on Max and I think something else. But this is our 50th episode in true form of the podcast and we've been talking about this movie since the beginning every one of you that we've talked to via messaging or emails or um, in person has said what about showgirls what about showgirls because it's cray right i mean like but also too it is the perfect weird mix match of our childhood and And something else yes (laughs) So, I'm Zach. I'm Jenny. And we're a married couple who's doing a podcast about movies our parents wouldn't let us watch or we would have never even bothered to ask. <laughs> right. This is like, oh, no, of course not. Absolutely not. I mean, you might have been like, oh, well, it's Jesse Spano. Surely. That'd be fine. But, um, no. That little NC-17 really gets in the way. It does. It It is a hard stop. Yes. So, Showgirls. We jump in right. First of all, we watched a DVD. <laughs> Blu-ray. Okay. Okay. Blu-ray. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Like three weeks ago, this thing was available to stream everywhere. Right this moment, nothing. Crickets. It's just got to that ride that wave. We just missed it. So, yeah. So, if you're out there wanting to stream this, sorry. Um, I guess... I don't think we're going to watch this again. So if you want to send us your address, we'll mail you the, <laughs> You can the have Blu-ray. it. You can have it. It's got a real fun little uh, DVD. Sorry. It's a DVD. I don't I don't care. Okay. You, don't, means, do, you don't do high def? It doesn't mean anything to okay, me. Okay. Gotcha. Like gotcha. that's where – that's like the whole part of technology. Like zero cares. It's a disc. We put it in a player and it plays. It's fine. It's the same thing to me. Anyway, but the menu is I very fun. I that if we do keep it, we should probably leave it out when people come over. <laughs> So we can give everyone that weird, like, huh, experience of, like... And we talked about that on the podcast. We went to a baby shower, and they were yes. showing off their fancy theater room, and they had, what, Wild Things and Basic Instinct 2 were the two yeah, movies yeah, they yeah. had out. We did talk about that. But, yes, it definitely... We're still talking about it. So, <laughs> you know, here we go. We could be the showgirls, people. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty ex- sure I have, like, nine and a half weeks in there. We're going to get into that at some point. <laughs> that's exactly what I want to be, the showgirls, people. <laughs> All right. So what's your take or history or where do you come to this from i mean i knew it existed um when did this come out 95 95 okay so i was early high school um i knew it existed i mean i watched all saved by the bell Mm -hmm. all the time you know even with miss bliss which didn't have uh elizabeth berkeley in it right i did the research which i shouldn't have but yeah this is 95 and i mean they shot this before 95, though. So this, she probably did this instead of Save by the Bell, the college years, which aired in 93 and 94. That's probably true. Yeah, we had a replacement of an actress that I don't remember her name, but I'm pretty sure she pops up as an actress in a movie we've already watched that becomes A.C. Slater's love interest. I think she's like in three seconds of Independence Day before she gets blowed up. Yeah, she's at the top of the building. Yeah. She's like channeling and like the aliens. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, being a Jesse Spano personally, that's really who I probably identified with the most. I was always, you know, high achiever, focus on the grades. Should I start calling you mama now? 
I don't know if that's a good idea, <laughs> but it didn't take shit from anybody. And, and that was her thing very much as well. So I definitely related. And so knowing like, oh, okay, this is a movie that Jesse's doing. But then quickly, you know, it's an NC-17. Like, oh, okay, this is a big deal. It feels like a big jump. She had a lot to prove, apparently, that she was not Jesse Spano. I'm going to come out and write it. This is the wrong way to do it. This was if... Zach had not stopped Jesse from taking caffeine pills. pills this is where this she would have ended up. This is who she is. Yes. Okay. Okay. 100%. I do love that they have retconned in Saved by the Bell, the new series, that this is completely 100% canon. Yes. We we did. I think we mentioned that a little bit, but we will have... We'll, I'll find a link or, or something and we'll repost. But yeah, they actually, she's now the guidance counselor or something, I think, at, in the new Saved by the Bell. Yeah, and she we, wants to flirt with a fireman. They're like, like just go Vegas. <laughs> and she's like, are you are you sure? Uh, like, like, what did you do in Vegas? Because she does something crazy. But yeah, so they, they definitely like just embrace it. But this is a lot. This is not fun. <laughs> I don't know. There were 20. elements of it, that maybe, but overall, the overall takeaway was not fun. I'd say 25 years later, a movie I've been curious about for 25 years. I mean, it's Saturday morning television, preteen, teen star, like full on out there. I got to admit, there were some nights where I was like, like how do we get an HBO free preview week <laughs> and, <laughs> and check this out? Like, I, And 25 years later, I got to say my ultimate kind of takeaways a little bummed (laughs) sorry i'm sorry um i remember seeing a a piece of this on tv and it was i'm i feel like i'm confabulating a little bit but i know it was a pool scene and there's really only one pool scene Mm -hmm. and that's a you know it's a sexy moment i kind of remember that being a not sexy moment but i'm not sure but anyway they blurred her breasts on whatever Whatever situation that was, this an was. impressive blur job because they were going everywhere. Well, but here's the thing: not realizing, only seeing that one scene. What was the point of putting this? <laughs> I mean, they would be. That's a. They had to pay someone, multiple a staff, a whole team of people to spend blurring boobs through this whole movie because it is just a wall of boobs I everywhere. I've seen uh, Tales from the Crypt Bordello of Blood on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. With Corey Feldman and Dennis yeah. Leary, pretty good movie actually. <laughs> if if you're just coming, I've seen into... only like the same part I think three times. Gotcha. But if you just if you know what you're getting into and you're just like wanting to have a good time with a campy horror, it it, it delivers. But yeah, I've seen that on on television on and yeah, there are so many digitally painted on bikinis. Oh, and... This wasn't a digital bikini. This was like literally they blurred her boobs, and so. What's the point? I mean, anybody who's catching this is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is on TV. I finally is like, oh, okay, well, never mind. That's the whole reason I was watching this. Is he like, just just leave it for the people who want to rent it or find it. And like, it, it seemed like a worthless thing to do because it's just, it's so much. It's a pivotal part of this movie. I mean, everything about it is topless. This, this is just like Jesse Spano topless the movie. It kind of is, yeah. I mean, well, I think that's that's what Screech's thing was. Like he's like, yeah, it's not cool. And then he went and made a porn tape and and died. But uh, well, yeah, yeah. 
so I mean, after you know, we're left we're left to believe to not know where her next chapter is. I guess it's going to Miami and being on NC uh, on being on CSI. Well, she was heading towards LA, so I don't. She know. She was, like, but at the... some point, she's the ex-wife of Horatio Kane. Yeah, sometimes she ends up in Miami and then back in Bayside. So. Right, that's that's our timeline. But so we start. We just open on fringe and an updo. Fringe and an updo, exactly. I love it. Um, going to hitchhike. She's got a very western jacket. She's got a giant suitcase. Te- suitcase technology has come a long way. Um, she- that thing's got no wheels anywhere. No wheels. It's like just- before, like the two wheel suitcases. Now they got four on them, fools. Four wheel and suitcases. Right. This is just like the 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 rectangle, very in the city, very top city. tip over. I don't know why I'm just thinking of Tupac in a four wheel suitcase. <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. But so she's hitchhiking. This pickup truck pulls over. This guy she, wishes he was Michael Madsen. He does. He does. And he jumps in. And he's got she, up to too. He does, man. I was like, of course he's going to Vegas. He's going to be an Elvis impersonator. That's what <laughs> my first thought was. So she jumps in and she's just all attitude right away. Um, you know, she really won't talk. Like she says she hates Garth Brooks, which I was like, it was that Garth Brooks. It was country, but I, I didn't know. really know if it was actually a Garth Brooks song. I'm kind of curious now because she was so adamant about hating Garth Brooks. Like, Garth Brooks is a nice guy. I don't know why anybody would hate Garth Brooks. But Before I finish writing the sentence, Guy wishes he was Michael Madsen, mm-hmm. I had to pause and got another line. Like, oh, crap. She's got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She goes she to is... knife real quick. That is the theme of this movie. She has no chill. <laughs> Zero chill. This whole movie. And I would say I'm not sure. I would say this is just bad acting. I I really think because I kind of get when we get all into this, there's only like one scene. One scene that I think that her level of weird rage is appropriate. <laughs> but I feel like and bear with me because, you know, this is a movie that's been in a cultural lexicon for a bit. I mean. I am a huge Verhoeven fan, a mm-hmm. uh, huge Esther House fan. I, we this is the same team that brought us Basic, Basic Instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I believe he Verhoeven just released a movie here just a few weeks ago that's very critically acclaimed. And okay, he's a director that uses sex and violence as as a medium mm-hmm. pretty well. I mean, RoboCop, which is definitely. I would say there's way more sex in RoboCop as an adult watching it than you would think there is. There but is. definitely it, it plays with violence and Starship Troopers. You've got the, the the over-the-top violence and the media. And he's a director who has something to say. He does. But typically. everybody in this is acting terribly. I mean, I wrote Kyle McLaughlin. I said, I don't really know how to spell McLaughlin, so I'm just going to call him Paul Muadib from now on. I just have uh, – he's – oh, I just put Mr. McDougal. Okay. You know, he has sex in the city. McLaughlin um, to McDougal, really? Like, it's not very far. Have, I think that's of... right. Trey Trey McDougal. I think that's that right. That sounds about right, yeah. Um, but I just had like KMMC as <laughs> when I just wrote. GG, because we come up here in a minute, we got uh, Gina Gershon. But they're all doing that. Where they just This movie is about two people uncomfortably close, looking at each other with big eyes and weird upper lip stuff happening, and just sort of playing power games as they talk to each other slowly. The power games are all over the place. I don't know what anybody wants, but they want 
to manipulate someone into it. But I don't know what it is. <laughs> like the, the purpose of the manipulations is really vague it's at times. It's very vague. And like just everybody's bad. Okay, get it. Got it. We're in Vegas. That seems like a thing that we can expect everybody to be bad. But it's just like, I don't know what anybody's motivation is. I just feel like she walks into this. Like this has all been happening. She walks in. She interacts. She leaves. It's all still happening. It's like the Sims. Like they just repeat on <laughs> on someone new. Um, and she was less innocent than probably some of the, the other people in. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this for the last 10 years or so, this movie has started to be kind of really well-reviewed and well-regarded as kind of a masterpiece of, of camp cinema, that it, it has that wink to it. I don't think it does. I, uh, I think I'm pretty good. I, I feel like we're we're skeptical and sarcastic enough mm-hmm. to catch I, on to some pretty... savaged at the time it was released. It, it, it is one of the poorest reviewed, one of the poorest performing movies in history. But I think over the last 10 years, maybe it's just being contrarian. I don't know. Maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Or maybe there is something there that I'm just not quite picking up on. I don't know. I think if she, and then this is where we're saying, you know, high level on this, we'll get into the details. But if she was that good, I know this was savagely, but if she had it in her to play that level of camp, someone else would have figured out how to use it. Mm. And no one else has figured out how to use that. She, Dunzo. Like, I think she's just a poor actress. Sorry, I love her. And <laughs> she has her space. She's and a she, pivotal part in our teen and preteen time. Absolutely, absolutely. But this was too much too soon. I think that that's just the, the, the basic idea. There could have been plenty of things that she could have done to start to separate herself from that character. And this was just, she went hard fast. I mean, she, Miley Cyrus, the shit out of this. I mean, before Miley Cyrus after her had anybody done anything like this though i mean that's it's a bold choice it's a really bold Maybe choice but she was not like equipped. a Lindsay lohan in there but but she just also wasn't equipped like to jump from 22 minute sitcom laugh track just hey pig you know whatever she says over and over again she wasn't equipped to jump from that to this grandiose level she just wasn't she's and not sharon stone She's not Sharon Stone. And this is not what this podcast is about. Sorry. Like, we're here to talk about, like, how crazy and salacious this movie was. And it was. Good job, Mom and Dad, in making (laughs) it. But also, too, I mean, like, it it had plenty of things that, even if it was fun, would have been inappropriate. It would. It got... So not fun. It got so dark so fast, so, so many times. Oh my gosh. It's just like, ugh. Uh, my notes are just like one word. Cause I'm like, I don't even really want to write what's going on right now. And I was really worried about an hour into this. I only had a page and a half of notes. Like, we're, we're not going to have anything to talk about. All I am is just sort of bummed. But here we go. <laughs> it's, just, like, it's, a, it's a low level of disappointment. I mean, that's still true. But does, so they get they get to Vegas. Does anybody go to Vegas dreaming of being a Vegas showgirl? No shade again. Well, there are no showgirl shows anymore. The last showgirl show is closed, and it's just not a thing. But does anybody go to Vegas with the dreams of being a showgirl? I I would assume that showgirls are people that aren't Rockettes or aren't Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. I, maybe I'm wrong. I have no I, idea. I, no, nothing against them. Nothing against you know. I mean, the the dancing required of a showgirl is this 
the level of your finest ballets. But yeah, it's it looks grueling. You're it's grueling, and you're doing it with heavy, heavy headpieces and heels and jewels and all this crazy stuff. And you're doing like they said this like six shows a night. I mean, right. that's insane. Yeah, I just don't know if that's anybody's dream job. Though. I don't know. I mean, I I I'd love to hear from you. I'd, I I'd lived love to in hear the dance world for a bit growing up enough to know people who were wanting to take the path to to pursue and be professional dancers that was not anything i heard anyone say that they wanted to be so i i don't know i mean it feels like too high and hard of a thing to do for it to be a backup Right, I, I don't know. That's I, that's what's what's challenging. Like, I want to interview Wayne Knight, but I'm, I'm <laughs> but, but second, I want to maybe I can find an interview with the Vegas show. I, I, I'm really just so curious about that. I feel like that's just a world that we missed. I mean, I, they still have topless shows, but they're just they're just strip shows on you know. Well, and that's what that's what Dude says later on. We'll we'll talk about Dude, which literally he was in a million scenes before I realized what his name was because they were not good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is James. But that it's all the same. Like at least like when you're at the strip club, you show them your tits, you show them your ass. Like everybody's on the same page. Like it's an agreement. See, this, I don't think that's the case though. Like, I don't. I don't think going to the Moulin Rouge is the same as a strip club. And no problem per se with either if you know everything is up and up. But but yeah, I, I do feel like they're different, and it's it's fine. Yeah, there, there, there's different purposes to it. There's a burlesque act versus a cabaret act versus a strip act. They're, they're, they're different things. There are different things. Yeah. I don't have a problem with any of them, but it does feel like, well, and this is the way it's portrayed. It's like a step up from her dancing at the cheetah versus you don't have, I mean, you do have people auditioning. We go through a line of people auditioning and some people are, are have, you know, a background of, the path to being, uh, you know, probably not a prima ballerina, but a Broadway dancer. Mm-hmm. That feels like more of in line, not a ballerina, gotcha, but a Broadway gotcha. dancer, maybe. Okay. That might be the path. I mean, I don't know if some of these shows tour, and, and maybe that's where you'd find her, find them. In fact, I actually think this is the beginning. I don't know if it's Vegas or if it's, surely it's on Atlantic City, but the show Bunheads, which is like a spiritual sequel to Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. She is a showgirl, high-level dancer, and is, like, wooed by uh, a man that she kind of marries on a whim, and it's it's Cameron. Okay, okay. And then he dies. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, they go, they go, and Kelly, crap, what's her name? Kelly Bishop. Okay. Emily Gilmore is his mother. Okay. And then he dies, and then, like, they're there together, like, um, what do we do now? And so then she, she like, becomes, like, the dance teacher in the little bitty town. Gotcha, gotcha. The only thing I know about showgirls is I think uh, Jenny Lewis's mom was a showgirl in uh, The Wizard. (laughs) (laughs) But in Reno, not in Vegas. Right. I'm sure there's big differences in in the way the echelon like a showgirl in uh if there actually was i doubt there is in tunica versus atlantic right. city versus <laughs> reno versus vegas i'm sure there's definitely a pecking order we did d- discover in looking to see if we could get tickets to uh, universal studios that i can get really cheap tickets through my work for a bunch of uh, topless shows in vegas so. <laughs> uh, but vegas 
call me, okay? DM me. I'll give you my phone number. Call me. Let's make another showgirl show. Let's let's do this. It, it's high time. It seems like the right time. I mean, COVID's done. People are ready to whatever. I mean, great. You have share residency, and that's fantastic. Let's let's do that. Yeah, but we got like thirteen Cirque du Soleil. So let's cut one Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, there's a and, lot. And bring back Julie. We don't we don't need that many Cirque du Soleils. So, yeah, she hitches a ride. They get to Vegas. He's like, I've got an uncle who works at the Riviera or something. And like, maybe he'd get you a job. And it's like. Here's $10. Like, you want to play the slots? It's right. the most aggressive cash grab I've seen in my life for about 45 minutes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> She's so aggressive about everything. That's my biggest thing. Like, what was the notes? What did, what did Verhoeven say? To elicit this level from her. I said later on, I said, stage direction, be aggressive and unlikable. Yeah, like, I hate her. <laughs> like, she is so unlikable. And I can't decide if, spoiler alert, like, if she is our tainted ingenue or if she's a serial killer. Hmm. I don't know. In another, I would have thought about her being, like, a hiking serial killer, a hitchhiking serial killer. She could very well be a serial killer. Like this, I kind of thought of her as more tweak, of like a mommy dearest-like character. You but... tweak this just, oh, just a tad, and she is a serial killer. Okay, okay. That's what I think about she this. She and Robert Redford in Decent Proposal <laughs> need to hook up. Well, what is it about Vegas movies? Everyone's so unlikable. <laughs> Vegas does not bring out good things in people. I mean, we knew that, but, like, it just, it's not fun at all. So she gets there. I think it's it's a, a metaphor for the whole thing. She wins big right off the bat, and then she loses it all. And we and talked about her Vegas trip on this podcast before. Slots need dirty quarters. <laughs> they do. It's no fun to just like... Hear Super Mario Brother coin collection sounds. No, 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 no. Yeah, you need your get coins. get a little slip, and then you have to walk up to the table. Like, no. It's no fun. No fun. Yes, yeah, so you need coins. I mean, I'm sure... It was, that was even before COVID we were there, and they weren't doing coins anymore. But it, it feel, it's so visceral. Like, I put my hands in like, all these nickels, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's a metaphor. She wins big. Yeah! And then she loses. He's like, you want to go up to dollars? <laughs> and yeah, and then the guy's like, he, he's like, it'll only take like 15 minutes. He's like, if you don't sell it now, you're going to be selling it soon. And I was like, whoa, that's a lot. Like really fast. I, mean, I know her shirt's unbuttoned really low, but you know, whatever. And then she's like, shit. And realizes that she hasn't seen dude in a while. Michael she, Madsen stole her dirty, ugly, like disgusting suitcase full of crap. What did he think was in there? Like, did he think there was a bunch of cash? I mean, like, it's the dumbest thing. It's a bunch of thongs. <laughs> like, a best case scenario, you have some clean clothes you can take to Goodwill. That's best it. case scenario. Right. Like, Worst case scenario, there's diseases. and yeah. I, I mean, if she has an ID, she's keeping it in her fancy fringe jacket. She's not putting it in her suitcase. She doesn't even have a purse. It's probably in her bra. No, she's not wearing a bra. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, like what? What kind of racket yeah, is this? No one this? wears bras under. I think I said that about indecent proposal as well. Like that's a movie where no one wears bras under clothes. Like bras are only worn if they're the only thing you're wearing. Right. Yeah, that's true here too. But then not as much here either. Yeah, true. Lots of lots of toplessness. So she's like freaking out. Parking space is empty. Dude is run off. She's like 
you know, <laughs> she's going full on. I'm so excited. She is. She and is. Nobody freaks out like Jesse. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's what they saw that, and they were like, "She can do this." That has to be what they saw, and they were like, "We're we're writing a part for you right now." Scribble, 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 scribble. I was writing something, but she, was she so distraught she started vomiting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, she's slamming on a car. A chick runs up and like, "That's my car!" <laughs> and she's like, they're fighting for a minute, and she's like. Yeah, basically she fights her off for a second and then she throws up and then she runs and almost she runs into the street and Chick pulls her back and then they like embrace like they've known each other their whole lives. You're saving me and also this is romantic. There's a lot of that in this movie. Ooh, like this could be a two parter. <laughs> what how I got far? a lot of pages. <laughs> so her name is Molly. Molly, yeah, I had yeah, to yeah. Flip through because I didn't catch that at the beginning. I yeah, like, I know her my name is Molly. Like but it's, it's not Dion. It's not. Uh, no, she's got some great. She's channeling some Dion. Though. She's got some great braids. She's a fashionista. But, you know, she meets her right away. And I mean, if I were this person, I would moonwalk the fuck away from this person. Not like, hey, if you need a place to stay, you can stay with me. Like this person is already proven to be highly volatile. Um, Theirs is the only relationship in this movie of any substance. Though. Yeah, it is. It's the only thing that has value, which takes, I mean, we, we see it, we see it quickly, but then, so they go, we, we were, we go to Molly's trailer we six, six weeks, weeks later. later. We have no other thing. Yeah. Nothing else. Like, yeah, but we six weeks later and I have, this is every man's dream about female roommates <laughs> is the note I have. Like Molly's outside grabbing something off the clothesline. She comes in, she Immediately drops Drops everything. strips and she's wearing a black matching panty and like thong <laughs> underwear. Super sexy. Like so much so that I was like, she has to be a stripper. But she's not. And she changes clothes and yeah, like I've got to go to work and Elizabeth Berkeley's got to go to work. and But it's just like they're so like, everyone's just so, there's just too close there's just everybody's lips are too dewy and everybody's too close i feel like you've probably graduated to a class level where you probably don't have friends that go to a trailer to get their nails did correct okay yeah i still interact with most of the girls i know still go to somebody they know in a trailer to get their nails that's done. fine that's fine and, and in fact i think a lot of states are moving away from having people have to be licensed, which I think oh. is a bad idea because then you're going to get fungus. Yeah, I, I like the fact of, of having manicurists be licensed. I agree. I agree. But yeah, she's she does she has, she has done her nails and they're fabulous. Like everybody loves her nails. First of all, they don't dry that fast. She's not using like a UV light and there's a lot of like play and, and whatever. I'm like, those nails are fucked. Uh, she's totally messed them up. And she's like, you need to come show off your nails. It comes up so much that I almost thought like she's going to go become a nail artist. <laughs> like that's her path. Like after all this is over, like that's her legitimate path. But I guess Molly is a costume designer. Yes. Or a, cost- or a seam- seamstress, costume designer. I don't know. You know, probably all of the above. Fixing Be- G-strings. She's so, fixing G-strings. She's also so, designing uh, costumes. The twats aren't smiling or something Some- along those lines. Something to that effect. Yeah. So she is, you know, staff on this Vegas show at the Stardust, Starlight. Yes. Stardust. Like that's an Stardust is an actual casino. They blew up so many casinos. Who knows anymore? But that's an act was an actual casino. I'm I'm trying to remember like did they actually use the name of the casino or did they make up something? I thought like the Stardust was a casino. Yeah. I don't know if it was still there. We've only been once. I think it's I think it was a casino. She says, "Come to work with me." Like, I can. I got to I got to go to the I got to go to work cuz I'm going to get in trouble if I miss again. And like they so but they just go, "Actually, no." 
take that back. They roll back and they go to a club. Do they go to the club first? I think that's after this. They go to the show. They go to the because, show. Because, like, no, you just want to sit around and eat chips and watch TV. And, like, no, I ate all the chips already or whatever. They're really fascinated about chips in this There's trailer. a lot of chips. I mean, it, it's just that they eat bad. I think that's the thing. But I have, yeah, they're, like, So they go know. to the show. And I just have, like, this showgirl show could use some feathers. Like, they kind of feel naked without the yeah, feathers. Yeah, they have no feathers. I guess that's just a different vibe. Like, we're in the, we're in the, we're in the 90s. We're cooler than that. Like, I that's guess. that's old school. I, I guess they're trying to move away and be more contemporary. There's I mean, a lot like, of fire. There's a could, lot of fire and not a lot of clothes. They could be in G-strings and topless and just put a couple feathers on and they wouldn't feel so naked. I don't know. But, yeah, I just have, like... That's why I have high thongs, nails, sports, chips, light flirting. That's what guys think that female roommates do. So then, yeah, then we're at the show, running around. She's like, you can go watch over here. And then we have, you know, this dancing, dancing, dancing. And then we have fire and Gina Gershon coming out of a volcano. Just like, you know, topless. And then... Then everybody else gets topless. It's a weird, weird thing. I guess we're worshiping her. That's what she's doing. I don't know. It's called goddess, but right. we, we never really talk it, about it the show. Feels concept. like maybe the Bacchae concept, but maybe with the female Dionysus. Maybe. Sorry if I'm trying to give too much to this. I don't know. I I feel like if I'd seen this between 16 and 25, you wouldn't have seen me for another week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that's gross. But <laughs> okay. Yeah, but like now it's just like. Yeah, you know, it's kind of gross. Like everything's just kind of dirty. Everything's kind of a lot of dirty. But also, my concern was too. Like, has Gina Garshan always been Southern? I don't think so. Oh, see, I didn't pick up the Southern vibe until she put the cowboy hat on. I thought she was kind of doing like a Catherine Hepburn, and then all of a sudden she put the cowboy hat on later, and she's totally Southern. No, like you, you got Southern. Early. Yeah, I got Southern early, and I was okay. like, this is not good. But she's supposed to be from Texas, which is Western, really technically, but. I said that uh, Paul Moadib has the most 90s hair I've ever seen on a man. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Yes. So she meets, Molly goes in and is helping helping Gina Gershon, whose her name is Crystal. She's the star of the show. Um, she's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to be like a residence, you know, kind of idea that she's this big star and she's she's doing the show at this spot right now. But so, oh, my friend's a dancer too. Like, oh, where do you dance? She's go with the cheetah. I don't know what's going on with the cheetah, but it's not dancing. And she insults her right away. And then immediately Jesse's like, bitch, and like runs out. I'm like, who are you? You need to be medicated. And I mean that seriously. She just has no self-control zero when it comes to her anger she just blows up runs out to you know everyone else's detriment i mean here she is at her friend's job her friend who has a pretty good job i mean not the best she's living in a trailer but she's living in a trailer that she's letting you live in and you're gonna go and blow up and call the main star a bitch because she called a strip club what a strip club was. You may have a problem with what people think about you, but the, 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 I don't know. Like, let's just tie, dial that back a little bit. It, it just it's too much. There's some things we should have learned in kindergarten here, you know. Well, obviously, we, we learned some of her history yes, very yes. later on. And so we learned she probably did not get the opportunity to learn those things. And so understood, sort of, maybe. But then I also think that nobody else really... The 90s doesn't know how to deal with mental health or trauma. Yes. I, yes. I think that's, that's a big piece of this, too. Then she's talking about her nails. She's like, oh, her fr- you know, your friend's nails look really nice. 
She's like, oh, she did them herself. Well, maybe she'll do mine sometime. I'm like, why does talking about nails sound so predatory? I don't understand. <laughs> Everything has so much undertone in this movie, like without any reason. It doesn't make sense. So we're playing hooky from the cheetah, going and dancing. Um, did you think all the neon on the back of the club kind of looked like Save by the Bell? Oh, like could, triangles and wavy lines. I could see it, that. It, it kind of looked like the opening to Save by the Bell. I could see that. I didn't immediately think of it. but So she's dancing, sort of. She's she's flailing. Fla- yes, she's like uh, Elaine in Seinfeld. <laughs> it's not good. I mean, it's one, it's not how you dance in a club. Even if you are a professional dancer, you've been classically trained, you don't dance the same way that you would do on a Broadway stage as you do on the club. You don't do a pas de beret. You don't do like big like poses or lunges or whatever. But that's not even what she's doing. I, I, oh, my goodness. I just So we learn to dance as a man in a club. Elbows, elbows in. ninety degrees, right? Sway back and forth, sway back and forth, like mm-hmm. no, no spinny moves, no whatever. He slaps Kevin James in that scene. He does slap Kevin James in that scene. That Will Smith likes to slap people. <laughs> Apparently so. He's slapping, slapping McGee. <laughs> so they go. One of the bouncers sees her, and they're having a weird conversation. It's like, oh, like look at her, she can dance. He's like she, and the other guy's like, she thinks she can dance. <laughs> So he goes and he's talking to her and basically he's like insulting her that she can't dance. But then you you can dance. You're naturally talented. I could teach you to dance. No one knows how to talk to anybody in this no. movie. It's so- he comes up to her and says, "Do you want to dance?" And she says, "Are you any good?" Well, Jill says, "What? That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. I'm already dancing." So yeah, we have a like a little bit of like a whatever off on dancing, but they're both just flailing, both of them. And he says he went to Alvin Ailey, which. I actually looked into when I was in college, going into college at Fordham University is, is where Alvin Ailey program is. I actually looked at that as a viable option for my college career for a period of time. <laughs> Did you catch the song that was playing when they were dancing? Um, no, I didn't. We have a kitty named after the uh, the artist. Oh, it was a Bowie song? It was a Bowie song. I'm afraid of Americans. It was Bowie and Trent Reznor. Interesting. That's a weird choice. Oh, like, they toured together for all of... No, no, no. I mean... Oh, but like why they would play that? Yeah, yeah. That seems like a weird choice for, yeah, a Vegas club where we've got like a dance-off scene. Yes. Yeah, Bowie likes to coordinate with people, like Bing Crosby and stuff. <laughs> but so basically, she's just so weirdly aggressive and it's like... But so much to the point that he he's like, oh, you're just teasing my dick. Like she's like being like a stripper basically to him. And then she knees him. She needs him, but not right away. Like the response to me would be kneeing him immediately after saying that. There's rarely a moment to knee a guy in the dick when he's not assaulting you. Yeah, I agree with that. And then so he falls over and starts a huge movie bar fight. Do, do movie bar fights ever happen in real life? Because that is such a trope. I don't know. Like everyone like, just bumps everyone else and then everyone just starts fighting. Like start breaking things over people's heads just like as they're like being thrown across the bar. I just feel like in real life it's probably two people fighting or like people just start shooting. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's never as fun as a good old fashioned bar brawl in a movie. I, I agree. But she just kind of like oh, them Duke boys. walks away from it and like smiles like as if she wanted to create that chaos. But I can't ever tell if she wants to. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Like that's what I'm talking about the serial killer vibes like if you read some of this the other way like did she created that chaos on purpose mm. then we get we're dealing with a whole nother level of person uh, but she runs out uh you know 
friends there with a the car. The guys like, can I take you home? Or you know, want to get a cup of coffee? Like here, here's a quarter. Go buy a cup of coffee. Well, after she gets arrested and he bails her out. Okay, sorry, I, I'm just getting yeah. ahead. Yeah, she. Well, I mean, that's all there is. Like she gets arrested for starting this bar fight. Basically, the other bouncers like, hey, you started this. So they arrest her, and the guy James, the other bouncer, who happens to be the guy in speed who gets his car confiscated oh my goodness <laughs> i was like i know him i know him keanu reeves has <laughs> imminent domained his car <laughs> i love it i love it um i'm 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 99.9 sure. I, I have not, i've seen speed once once and it was like the first week it was out on vhs uh, we've watched probably the the opening scene with the elevator mm-hmm. probably three or four times together we've probably seen the last like little bit on the subway together three or four times. I don't think I have seen any bus stuff since 93, 94. When, when was that speed came out? I think it's 94. Yeah. So I had the VHS. My parents bought me the VHS <laughs> when it came out. We watched it. It's rated R. I was not 18 at the time by any stretch. I brought this VHS and we watched it on the school trip bus to our Washington D.C. trip. Oh wow, we did. Like, like they're like, yeah, sure, let's play it. Let's all watch it. <laughs> yes, my my tape of Speed. So I've seen it so many times. I'm pretty sure it's him. Which would be right before this. Yes, so this yes. would be him potentially breaking out. But I'm not really sure that he did, um, because he didn't prove to add to this narrative really in any kind of way. Unfortunately, sorry. That's probably bad writing and directing. So, he definitely every scene he was in seemed like it was pointless. Yeah, I hate to say I that like he, it really I liked was. him, but I don't feel like he. I liked mattered him at to first. The plot. I liked him at first, and then he very quickly became very unlikable, which was already after I wrote that when she jumps in and starts eating a ring pop off the her eyes hand. I said the ring pop as well, yes. And then I said, she's so unlikable. <laughs> I mean, and, There's and, lots of weird lip, mouth, and tongue stuff in this movie. There's a lot of, a lot of things, yes. It's, it's, ugh. But yeah, but that's where also too, it's like, well, he bailed me out. She's like, well, why? Like, well, I, I kicked him in the dick. You're like, well, did he like it? To me, that is a level of awareness. Because to me, she seems unaware. When she's reacting it's almost like blind rage. She wouldn't remember what's happening. It's like Will Ferrell in uh, <laughs> when he gives a speech. In, <laughs> he's like, ah, what just happened? He gives like the most eloquent speech. It's the opposite. She just goes into a blind rage. and But no, she remembers this and knows she did it. And it's like, it's almost like a little bit of a wink. Like, yeah, like he's into me now. Like, that's weird. Um, should you be into someone who's into you after that? I don't know. So I don't have anything before we get to the cheetah. Yeah, I, I'm just watching most of it. You probably have a little warm notes before I do, before she's actually licking the pole. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll like, get let's, there. Let's all stop and, and vaccinate ourselves. We'll get there. We'll get there. But I should have like, the bad guy from the Goonies gets to choose your stripper name? Apparently. Do you not get to choose your own stripper name? That I am rejecting this reality and substituting my own. <laughs> I mean, it seems like if you're going to own a persona, but also her name is Nomi. Nomi. To me, Nomi sounds exotic. Like, is she, is she, what is her? Heather. Heather, yeah. Heather, that, okay. I mean, I guess that's who, I mean, let's be honest. It's probably all the names of all the people are all the girls that he wants to fuck. I guess. I it's don't know. probably what he thinks. 
I might need to do a little. And we also had the strip club rules that he goes through with a new girl. Yeah. And you kind of mentioned earlier in an earlier episode, and I kind of, I did a little research for uh, going deeper that I didn't feel like it was worth a whole segment. But I did find like a list of like the top 10 weirdest strip club laws. <laughs> that <laughs> seems so relevant now. It seems very relevant. So I'm going to, I'm going to dig that back out for going deeper and maybe dig a little more into strip club rules and <laughs> what's allowed in what States. And there's some spoiler alert. There's some weird ones. Well, that seems true, but yeah. So we get there and, and I guess they are, they are, they are introducing the new girl that that's when we first meet everybody. Right. Yes. yes. He's calling her hope, but she's like, that's not my name. It's Penny. It's like, no one wants to be with a penny. Everybody wants a hope, a Heather, a Tiffany or whatever. And I guess that's I what he know. wants. I don't know. I mean, whatever, but she seems like right off the bus. I don't know where she came from, even though she's definitely wearing like a Julia Roberts, pretty woman wig. I said a couple minutes later when we like see her dancing for the first time, this is not the first time she's no, done this. No, 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 no. She is not fresh off any buses anywhere. She, no, no. No, but like he's talking about, yeah, like lap dances and how much you charge and whatever. And like, basically like you can touch them. They can't touch you. But like if they come and, then that's great. If they come on you, that's gross, unless you get a big tip. And it's like, she's like, really? You could tell. I don't know where she's been before, but that seemed new to her, which should be. Should be. Let's <laughs> let's be fair. Yeah, the next thing I have is like, don't like that, Paul. You don't know where ugh, that's been. Oh, it's so gross. Ugh, it's not sexy. Can't be sexy. No one can uh, think that is sexy. Oh, that pole is so dirty. <laughs> But also, like, I thought it says on the sign this is a topless bar. And they're naked very quickly. Fully nude. I mean, I guess they're just breaking a bunch of rules. Must be. Because I think there are very specific classifications about that. In fact, I was listening to True Crime and Cocktails. And so one of the hosts, Christy, who is Lauren Ash's cousin, is in Canada. And Lauren's like, oh, they were talking about strip clubs for some reason as some true crime something. Like, oh, like let me like give you up to date like in america it can't be a fully nude strip bar if there's drinking allowed in canada i guess like everything goes and that's why that's why i looked up the rules is because you were talking about that spoiler alert it's all over the place and so they're like that's weird and awkward so like you're just gonna sit there being completely sober while someone is naked that seems so much more inappropriate like nobody's having a good time it's It's just like like, like certain places are grandfathered in before the laws went into effect. In Atlanta, anything goes. In Tennessee, nothing goes. So there there are some there are some rules. There are there are all sorts of we'll we'll get into that in going deeper. All right. But so we got Gina Garshon and Kyle McLaughlin coming in and she sees them and it, it totally throws her off because she's already had this run in with Gina Garshon. And it's like, why are they there? They know she works there. Gina Garshon is like, she's got some weird long play. I like I keep saying it, but I don't I don't get it. I don't know what she wants to do. I don't know what anyone's end game is. No. Not at all. I don't know. Maybe pre COVID I would have thought this was sexy. I know that I missed the part of my life where I, where this would have been titillating. Sorry. I know. Um, I know. But so they want a lap dance. It's so aggressive. <laughs> it's like everything else she does. It's like she just does too much. She's like, I would think it's assault. The sum of this level of this this lap dance is just assault. Like the arched back dolphin thrashing move. I mean, it works on Kyle McLaughlin. 
No, I, it, it, it. This is a movie. He like was told it works. If you ever see Kyle works. McLaughlin and you want to get him to ejaculate in his pants, like you do the the reverse dolphin thing. I mean, it works on it. It works on her, him in the pool. It works on him. <laughs> in the pool, it looks like she. I'm. I think she's gonna drown in this pool. Like I don't think anybody's having a good time. But she also does the kind of like you could knock his teeth out move. Very yeah. basic instinct. Oh, okay, yeah. That's exactly what Sharon Stone does when she's stabbing fools. Yeah, she does. She like goes up, way down, like up, and then like slams down on them. Yeah, that's like her like finishing move. Yes, like literally. So Verhoeven is into that. <laughs> he thinks is he a straight man? Don't know. I'll have to look, I'll look that up for because you because I feel like his sex scenes don't understand. <laughs> don't understand how men and women have sex. No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not how women have sex. <laughs> She gets paid $500 for this. And uh, another aggressive grab. She's like, 100, oh. 200, 300, 400, like holds the last 100. She's like, boom, like the, just like in the very opening scene of the movie. Exactly. Is that her trademark in this? I guess. She's like, like switch blades and aggressive grabs and weird upper lip acting. I mean, I, I'm not going to do a Verhoeven accent. I don't know what he sounds like. I'm kind of thinking he probably sounds like Werner Horzog, but maybe not. <laughs> but it's like, you want everything. Not everything has been kept from you, and you are an animal, and you are in the streets, and anything you can, you have to grab it. Like, that's the note. It's like, that's just everything. So she's got some money. She's got a little bit of money. I mean, she $500 is not nothing, probably in this space, but they're shopping, and they're looking at, they're looking in the window, they're looking at Versace. We don't have her say impression of the name Versace in a little bit. She goes in. She's like, I've got money. I want to buy this dress. Molly's like, I can make it for you. She's like, no, I want this dress. I want some, basically like I want something nice. I don't think $500 would buy that dress. No, I don't think so. I really don't think so. But so she buys it. Well, 300, 200 went to the club. Right. Yeah. She didn't get all of that money either. I mean, I guess she had other money from that night. But <laughs> dude's like, you just got $500 from that dance. Like. You act like somebody died. You should be happy. Like, should she be happy? I don't know. We never saw a single dollar fly in that club, though. No, that's true. That's very true. I don't know how, how the payment... What, what, what the economy of uh -uh. The, uh, the dollar tip is in Vegas? No, 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 I don't know. But, oh, we didn't You're even... Using, well, we saw silver dollars earlier on. <laughs> that can be a problem. What's that like? Cause isn't it Canada like the $1? Isn't the $1 a coin? Isn't like the smallest denomination two dollars for a bill so you have to tip a dollar a stripper two dollars or are they like throwing dollar <laughs> coins at them it seems like someone gets like, their eye knocked out <laughs> we'll or a to tooth call, or something we'll have to call lauren ash and ask her, like <sighs> true crime and cocktails call us we have questions about uh, ontario strip clubs <laughs> i think they're in saskatchewan ontario? they're i think they're in saskatchewan saskatchewan okay but, ontario that's that's not the the first place you think of in canada is it that's not the first. I usually think of Toronto. Toronto. Okay, yeah. That's in, that's in Ontario, right? I think so. Next thing I have is when the dance instructor's back, and I just said he's the most 90s person I've ever seen. His hair, his facial hair, his outfit, everything about him is like, I'm in the 1990s. The dance instructor? Like uh, Jim the, or... The redheaded guy? No, 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 no. The, the like, wannabe boyfriend. The bouncer. Oh, James. James. James, James okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, very much so. He's back when they're coming out of the 
they're coming out of the show and he's the bellboy or whatever or the, the luggage handler. I think that's right after she's auditioned. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so there's a whole... Okay, like, we can go to the... I didn't write anything for the audition. Well, I just had like... I mean, first he calls her Pollyanna, which she takes like a real offense to, but we find out why later. Mm-hmm. That makes a little bit more sense. She just comes in like... And she's in, you know, jeans and heels and whatever and everybody's already in their like Broadway Chicago attire. So she quickly goes and changes really fast. They're in a lineup... And he's just dudes going through the lineup like, you got watermelon boobs, out. You need more plastic surgery, out. You've taken too many classical dance classes, out. I said Powers Booth has so much hair. It's not Powers Booth. (laughs) But but it looks a lot like Powers (laughs) Booth. I was trying to really like, why? I bet Powers Booth is who I'm thinking of in terms of like other movies. But I was like, I recognize this guy. The only thing I, I actually did look was it had to have been an episode of Golden Girls. <laughs> it's the only thing before this, uh, but he's in an, an episode of Golden Girls. And I was like, yeah, who is this director? And then again, what is this power play? He's like, you know, it gets down to three girls. Um, she's still making the cut because she's got some, She he enjoys her attitude. Mm-hmm. Then they, have, they get topless because it's a topless review. He's complimenting them, but it's still weird and creepy. There's a way that if you're running a topless review, I think that you could assess someone's breasts without being you could be very just like this is specific specifications we're looking for and it could be more clinical and rubric like than what's happening here but then he's like i don't know why i know this but i believe that the crazy horse in paris that it's a review and i think i was looking at going we were thinking about maybe going like right when everything shut the hell down or thinking about maybe going to uh to europe and yeah, the crazy horse is a cabaret, and it's very important that everyone's like head, shoulder, nipple, belly button, and waistline be equal in the dancing lines. Oh, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it's aesthetically pleasing, but still, that's that's got to be a little, you know, there's women come in all shapes and sizes. They do, <laughs> so. but I mean, I, I mean, I get it. Like, if that's the line, I mean. You're dealing with like rockets, you got to deal with a certain like height. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't all have to be the same height. They're actually in a, a line that goes down, but it gives the illusion the way they, they design it. It gives the illusion of everyone being about the same height. Gotcha, gotcha. Same thing though is like your breasts are doing something weird. Like you should play with them, or I will, or use some ice. And I was like, uh. that's 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 really rapey. And of course, like she gets mad. She gets mad about it, and she... It's like the only time that she gets mad that really she probably should have. Well, okay, then that's two times. Two times. Two okay. times. One time, one time. <laughs> two so, times, You two were times. thinking it, too. I, I was. You? I was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so then she, like, blows up and runs out, and it's like, okay, well, she's blown this, this audition. Like, she's just... And it's weirdly like Gina Garshon has, like, set her up to fail. Yeah. Why Why would she know her well enough? I mean, she she has seen, seen her blow up, but why would she want to torment her enough to like, we're going to go to your strip club, going to see you dance. You dance well enough for me to send our talent guy to ask you to audition. I'm going to assume that you're going to come and you're going to be kind of a fish out of water. And the talent guy does immediately put his sunglasses on after he hands her the card <laughs> in the strip club. There's so many sunglasses inside. So much. I mean, it, that might have been 3 o'clock in the afternoon for all we know. Who knows? I think she had an early shift, they said that day. She did, right? Early shift involved like part, like dual dancing with Hope and they're just completely nude and all over each other. But so, yeah, like 
So this this is a really long play. You're going to come to this audition. You're going to dance well enough that you're going to get down to the final three, but we're going to antagonize you enough from a, some sexual harassment that you're going to blow up and you're going to blow the whole audition. And I have shattered your dreams as a whole. Like, that's that's what this feels like on this high level. Like, there's no reason for her, A, to want to do that, two, for her to think that that's going to work. It's like, you know, my plan is, is going to work if this unless this bush has ears. I mean. <laughs> hey, watch the bush has ears in this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's not many bushes. There's going to be some double entendre in this There's one. not many bushes <laughs> in this. That's one thing that's already in check. I just Is this a dry run for Goodwill Hunting? You have someone with a lot of innate talent, but they're just an asshole. And Maybe. I kind of had like, this is like a star is born, all about Eve and pretty woman. Okay. And maybe the Eileen Warnos movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Did you find Gina Gershon's little dangly belt to be a little phallic? Her dangly belt? She has like a kind of a like chain a, belt or whatever with a real like about a I didn't, foot long thing that's just like swaying I didn't notice as it she's at walking all. there's sound effects to it the foley on it is pretty good it's just a little chain just dangling down i didn't and, notice okay. at all i mean we've been it, watching a lot of minks so i'm <laughs> hyper aware it's probably meant to be um yeah so now she goes out she runs into james he's a bellhop because he's gotten fired as being a bouncer so now he's working as a bellhop and he's talking to her and that's when he kind of like shades her on that she had an audition at this like this show, the review at a hotel versus being at a strip club. And he's like, you're being more authentic if you're at the strip club. And like, come on, dude. Like everybody, that's one of the things, damned if you do, damned if you don't, is a lot of that kind of situation. So he gets in trouble for talking to her and he gets fired again. And now they're like buddy-buddy, even though she's hated him every second. He's like, let me go get you the best meal, whatever. And he gets her a burger. She eats so gross. And she litters. She throws that paper just into the alley. She's just, she is just a weird thrill seeker. Like, but she's not at the same time. She just doesn't care. But she's just like stuffing this burger in her face. And it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's the money grab. It's the burger. Like, it's all, I think they were like, we want you to be just unrefined and she just took that to mean gross we watched this movie knowing that i was going to make a kind of vegetarian israeli cuisine for dinner and she's eating burger after burger after burger and i almost i was like we haven't made dinner yet we could go get a burger (laughs) we almost grub hubbed some burgers It, (laughs) it was almost a thing there were several and yeah i mean but she did eat them super gross almost so we get to his place, though, and it's a really cool kind of artist collective space. Yeah, yeah, it is. And he's like, I've choreographed something for you. And it's like, is this real? He says that we can do this at the club. We need two other dancers, and we can do this at the club. Like, What club has four people doing an interpretive dance? But it's an interpretive dance of a lap dance. Like, it's like he watched her. He creeped on her and watched her do a lap dance and make Kyle McLaughlin come. And was like, I'm going to come up with an elevated modern dance version of a lap dance. Like, um, I'm not sure what your motive is either. First, he insults her on her dancing, which I think is rightly so. I don't think she's (laughs) when we see her later in the show, she is executing well. She does have the dance gene that, that I'll call it like she picks up choreography very fast slash. I mean, 
I'm sure it's heavily rehearsed, but she as a character is supposed to just be able to watch it and do it, which is impressive. But he doesn't say she can do it, but he's like, I've seen, I've never seen anyone with so much raw talent, with so much raw passion. I'm like, she's like the maverick of lap dancing. (laughs) I think he's just horny. (laughs) And that's what it seems like. I mean, we're going through, it doesn't work. If he's showing her choreo and then she can do it immediately, fine. But they start doing that and then they basically start going into this like lap dance thing as if she just knows what he's doing. Like he's choreographed something. He's not shown her what it is, but they're just like moving in sync and then they're like grabbing on her and taking her clothes off and everything. Like, I just don't know what this was supposed to be. This is not intuitive. (laughs) Like, it's not like, oh my gosh, like she's just feeling what I'm throwing down. Like, I mean, she is maybe, but this is just sex. This This is one of the first weird lip moments or weird tongue moments. We've had lots of weird, weird lip moments, but ugh. There's just, yeah, like, I don't know if he's a good guy or not. I I can't tell. Like, I know that I understand that maybe from a plot device, they're trying to muddy the waters a little bit, but he quickly becomes unreliable. So she leaves. She's got to go. She gets the job. And so she goes back to the cheetah and quits. Mm hmm. And and the lady the is up on stage, kind of doing the roasting of the crowd with her mm-hmm. wah, 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 yeah. thing. And I love variety entertainment. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Of, I think that's a fun little shtick for this this club to have. And it seems like they're kind of a team too. Like I mean, later on, but yeah, she quits. She's out. She's um, out in the sun. She has a lip gloss timestamp. A lip gloss timestamp. Like her, ti- her lip gloss is tells you it is 1995 right now. <laughs> well, all the lips. I mean, there's a little bit of that brown li- lining around the, the, the lip. The brown could have gone into like 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. This, was, this, this inspired a lot of probably the brown liner. Might have. Might have. I have been like that she's gone back to James's to say she got the job. And he's like, oh, you're going to be a showgirl? Like, oh, you know, like he's down on it. But then he's with somebody. Mm-hmm. So I think she's come back, not for just artistic reasons. Like she thinks that they're vibing. Like she's kind of into him now. And he's he's with Hope. Yes. Like, so he had to meet Hope or see Hope at the strip club. Mm-hmm. And, and he's telling her after she leaves all the same stuff. Yeah. So it's like he's got this line. He's, he's and like, got this play. Okay, interesting. Come on, can we try a weekend at Barney's? We're doing the same. <laughs> or, or weekend at, yeah, weekend at Bar- like We're doing the same play every time. Find stripper and and make club dance for her. Like, let's. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like The Sims. It just keeps happening. Like, whoever gets plugged in, the scene keeps playing out whether there's someone there or not. And then I said that we're at the, uh, at the office, you know, when she's got the job. There's an Erte painting on the back wall, one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. So, And then Versace. Like, oh. And it's cringe. She says it three or four times and people repeat it back to her. And it's so awful. It's probably the most cringy thing that happens. Like there's some terrible violent things. There's some terrible like racist, sexist, whatever things. But like this is. That's the worst. But then we learn later on, spoiler alert, Crystal got her name from crystal champagne yeah like, oh wait so she's just as trashy she doesn't know and any Kyle better McLaughlin has no idea that it's crystal champagne i don't well he doesn't correct her 
Like she, I, when she says it, she's talking about Crystal. Yes, the girl. And then he's talking about the champagne. No, he's not. He's, <laughs> no, he's not. He's talking about the girl too. She says, is Crystal your favorite? And he says, I just like champagne. I'm just into any kind of champagne. He's just talking about women. So no, like he's make he's he knows what she's asking and he's answering and saying like no, I like champagne, I like all champagne. Gotcha, gotcha. He's talking, yeah, he's down. The next thing I wrote is someone's getting pushed down these stairs or falling down these stairs. It's like the third time they're like, everybody watch out, like watch out. You have to go up and down these stairs like eight times a night. So fast. The stairs are so fast. Like everybody watch out, don't slip. Like hold on to the handrail so you don't fall down the stairs. Like someone's falling down these stairs. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so she's in in her lineup. Is like you got to keep your weight down. No tan lines. Brown rice and veggies. And Evian. And Evian. Is there? I feel like today brown rice would not be allowed <laughs> if you were probably not. It in would something just be like that. You have to have carbs to dance that many that okay. that much okay. though. I mean, I, I've definitely looked at some ballerina diets. Uh, you know what they do, and 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 you have a decent amount of carbs. But they're whole grain kind of carbs like that. There's I'm just going to eat the rocks diet, but I'm not going to do the workouts. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. Like tequila and like 84 pancakes and yeah, for breakfast. I mean. I'll, I'll look just like him. The rock is just essentially guest on. <laughs> and I said aggressive back dancing. Yes. Yes, it was. And even like little... Like, I just said the back dancing is really just thrusting. You're like, no, 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 no. It's a specific way of like engaging the core. Like, no, no, no. It's just like fucking the air. And you're like, no, no, no it's a great... That was... <laughs> that was fucking the air. That it was. And even little like choreographer slash assistant, which I recognize him from other stuff as just being like pissy all the time. <laughs> um, but if you're not familiar, back dancing is a... What? Can, we, can we say pure bar TM without getting sued? I mean, that's... It's the end of most uh, pure bar classes. It's, it's, it's uh, a bridging type of thing, you know, where you're squeezing through your glutes and lifting your hips up. Um, but this is, yeah, this is very much just... She's and, doing that movement, but she's doing it dirty. Well, and when they do it, they're also like in leather and <laughs> like it, it changes the... it cha- Context changes everything. But dude is really pissy about her PK turns. Yeah, I recognize him from other 90s stuff. He's a red-haired guy. But then we have monkeys everywhere. Monkey alarm. Yeah. <laughs> she's dancing tonight. I mean, like she thinks she's going to be going through a, a, you know, a series of rehearsals, but no, she's on tonight. And who is Crystal Connor supposed to be? What do you mean? Is she a music star? Is she a movie star? Is she famous for being a showgirl? Is she famous? Is she a Playboy playmate? What's the, where does she come from that? She's so important. Like, she's the one we wanted. I think... Because they say later, like, we get Janet Jackson or Paula Abdul to do it. Well, no, but then when they say that, so this is after Crystal's taken a spill. No, but they say they don't want to spend that kind of level of money. So Crystal is not... Crystal's under them. Like, they're saying, like, yeah, we get Janet Jackson or Paula Abdul. And, like, no, we're not, not going to shell that level of money out. So they are not paying Crystal that level of money. They, I'm trying to think of who has done... A nude show in Vegas, besides like Holly Madison, I think did, but probably it sounds that, like she came up as a showgirl, maybe, and maybe. then probably probably posed for Playboy, maybe has done some Broadway, like maybe made the kind of, and then this is where she's come back and she gets to, be, she really gets to roost and be a star. God, I just think, yeah, I think Holly Madison is the most famous person who has 
been nude in, on a Vegas show in the last 20 years. And I don't find her as like, no offense, but I just don't think of her as a huge star. Not like Paula Abdul or Janet Jackson. Right, no, right. definitely not. I um, mean, I'm not sure. They're definitely making a degradation that like she's in that list of three people. Crystal is third. But of course, you know, at the end, like not to jump ahead, but when Nomi is saying, they're saying the exact same things to her and to the media that they were saying about Crystal. Yes. So. Yes, they were. They were. I mean, just like I said, repeat, rinse, exactly. repeat, same exactly. thing. So, so I have pop-up headlights. There, every car has pop-up <laughs> headlights in this movie. Of course it does. That was super hot. James meets her outside. She's had her big show. It, it went well. She's got big giant flowers. And he's like, I'm sorry. She's like, no, like we mean nothing. Like she repeats back to him what he said, like we have no connection or whatever. And he says, I have a pussy problem. I'm okay. <laughs> Basically, he's trying to say, I did choreograph that for you. I do have feelings for you, but I can't resist a piece of ass. And I'm going to say the same things, but I really meant them to you. Like, really? Like, why come and show up and say this? Which makes me think that he's a little sincere, but he's so bad at it that it's not <laughs> worth having done. It's so bad. That's when I had that uh, now Gina Gershon has a Michael Jackson outfit and she's with a cowboy hat and she's Southern. But I guess you thought she had a Southern accent before. Yeah, I definitely so. thought she had a Southern accent before. And she's Her doing coke. champagne pours are irresponsible i'm a fan they are right up to the lip i'm a fan her coke usage not a fan of she just says it's great for the muscles i just have a scientific fact <laughs> uh, we should look into that i'm curious it's not good for your heart which is a muscle so thinking probably not as a doctor i can tell you <laughs> cocaine is rarely good for you <laughs> it's a woo have, dr zach doesn't usually come out of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but cocaine is rarely good for you. I mean, that's what I thought, but... <laughs> we use it in a couple of dental procedures to keep people from bleeding and sometimes... And is that where, like, rubbing it on your gums comes from? I don't think so. I, I never understood that. Maybe it's just people are just, like, trying to get it all in there. I, I, I Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and we can also use it, like, to keep people in their last moments who are heavily sedated with opiates to cure pain we can use it to make help them be lucid for the last few moments and that's devastatingly sad i'm sorry but somebody's outside honking the last time somebody was outside honking jenny's car had just slid out of the driveway on an icy day and was in the middle of the road you were like do 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 who's honking <laughs> someone comes and knocks on our Watching door Judah the lion on the uh, tonight show <laughs> like, uh, dude i think that's your car like, we're like um, I'm like, I'm over this ice. I'm so over. I was so mad. <laughs> I, w I was pulling a full Nomi, which is like. Rrr, 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 rrr. <laughs> Next thing I have is boats, boats, boats. Boats, boats, boats. They go to the boat show. Oh, no, you're too slow. Now we can't go to the boat show. <laughs> she gets picked to go to the boat show to be kind of a model, represent the hotel. It's going to pay her $1,000. And Molly's like, no, 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 no. And Gina's like. Molly, I need you because Gina's the one who suggested it. So another weird play. I'm going to put you in a situation where you're going to get solicited, essentially. And that's what we're to understand yes, by yes. Molly's warnings. So they go. They do their thing. There's a Japanese businessman. And they say, like, oh, let's go get something to eat. Let's go get lobster and champagne. We'll go hear Caesar sing. And then we'll go back to my place. Tiffany... I think that's her name. Uh, okay. And then she, well, she like, doesn't say, okay. Like right. she's like, she's resolved. Yes. She's done this before. And then Nomi's like, no. And then she pushes through and making this like giant scene. And, and like, blah, blah. 
Uh, actually, no, thank you. I'm just here for the... Yeah, that's all you had to do. All you do is like, no, I don't think that that's what I signed up for. Thank you. I'm going to leave now. But no, she has to just like, the world has to burn around her every second that she's mad. If someone has offended her, if someone, which makes me think that she's on the road to becoming a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, like we need to see what happens. Where, what's his whereabouts? Is he accounted for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely that Japanese businessman. Woof. Like, is he in the suitcase? Like, what, what's in the suitcase? What, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> are there a bunch of trinkets That's why trophies? she's so mad. Yeah, that's what it is. Absolutely. That's more important than her dirty lawn or d- dirty underwear. Like Michael Madsen's like, I just picked up this girl in, in, in Park City and, and opened, stole her suitcase and there's 57 fingers in it. <laughs> I'm just listening to Garth Brooks. Oh, my gosh. I want that movie. That sounds way more interesting. I have Smoking Inside. Oh, it's Vegas. And flip phone. <laughs> flip phone. I said that phone exclamation point. Then he's then Kyle McLaughlin's talking about having an MBA. Like, oh, I got an MBA for this. Like, whoa. He um, says she says, What's that? He says, It's a degree you pick up in college, mostly useless in the real world. I said, Aren't they all? <laughs> Let's be fair. But also too, he's the in- entertainment director. He's answering the flip phone. First he calls dude who basically solicited her. He blows up. But then we get the vibe that it's like, that was all a ruse. Yeah, then he calls him back afterwards. Yeah, he's like, like, it's fine, Phil. Come on back. (laughs) Come on, buddy. That that was just to placate her so she won't get mad. They do this all the time. But also someone calls and he's like doing costs. He's like talking about recalibrating slot machines. And he's like, I got an MBA for this. Like, why does the entertainment director doing cost analysis on slot machines? That doesn't even fit under his job description. No. no. So why did he get an MBA for either <laughs> one of those things? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. It seems like an engineering degree or, or a uh, accounting degree. That's going to be very useful in that. Right. Either one of those. Entertainment entertainment director you know it seems like he would be have a background in dance or in something <laughs> more creative but then it is have sabotage <laughs> underlined <laughs> you may have something before that but i have she looks better than a 10 inch dick but i don't exactly remember where that was <laughs> oh, I think that's the that's when uh when when goonies and and showgirl are, are back so Oh, right, right, right. They saw her dance. I think that this is, that's right after. So we've got two characters that are feuding. They've been feuding a bit. One has like really long braids. It seems like a white chick with really long braids. It's a weird look, especially since all the other dancers are wearing wigs, Mm -hmm. but she's not when she's out there. Then we have a black dancer. They've been feuding for whatever reason, back and forth and fighting about stuff. The chick with the braids, her kids are in backstage which does seem highly inappropriate so i think that the other chick saying like you need to get those kids out of here and like cussing at them and making them cry doesn't seem totally inappropriate to me it's inappropriate but it she has the right sentiment but the wrong message she's like one of those guys with the cross on bourbon street (laughs) like they mean well but like their message is really messed up. But she says she's directing her anger at this woman, which I don't. We don't really know why. It's a, there's a initial fight is about makeup. Yes. But so then we're out dancing, and chick with the braids does a little like and drops a bunch of jewels and rhinestones on the stage, and Nomi sees it and she's like, <gasps> and and then so the partners are dancing close to it. Everyone's in a lift, and then. 
dude steps on the jewels. He trips and falls and drops. He drops the other chick and she is bro- out of commission. Out of commission. She's broken. Like It must have fallen off one of the costumes. I was so afraid that was going to come back on Molly. Oh, oh, good call. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. I that that's true. I, would, I, would, that, I was genuinely on the edge of my seat, like worried that that like that she was going to choose between, you know, after spoiler alert, they each kind of have some dirt on the other, mm-hmm. and and that, and then like the other oh, the faulty costumes caused the incident. No, that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. But apparently, that chick was the understudy for Crystal. And so that's up for grabs now. That's that's said in the background. It's not made super, super clear. But that's when we have Nomi goes to Kyle McLaughlin. She's like, yes, I want to ride in her car. It's super fast. She says, it doesn't suck. Like, (laughs) she says all kinds of weird stuff. She says it to James earlier. It's like, that's life. It's shit. Like, that's what, like, like, she does just have these weird. Gatlinburg uh, uh, t-shirt shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like if she said Big Johnson and going <laughs> naked volleyball, then we'd have if the she, full. If she said she was a female body inspector, <laughs> then we'd have the whole myriad. <laughs> but, but right, she's yeah, she's talking about this like fast car. Like, it doesn't suck. I'm like, that's just not cool. Someone thought they were being super edgy by having her be so aggressively harsh and like just angry all the time. But so they go back to his place. She's talking about the look in his eyes when he jizzed in his pants. Yeah. I love you, and I challenge anyone to say that anybody just looks great in their <laughs> eyes during certain moments. <laughs> you are one of the most beautiful creatures I've ever laid eyes on, but there are moments when just things contract and they... Like, I don't think anybody looks good. No, nobody does. Everybody looks stupid. <laughs> everybody looks like dur, 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 dur. no, no, no. I no. believe uh, Jean Lejoie in the league has uh, vinegar strokes. <laughs> it's like, it just looks like he just like took an entire bottle of vinegar. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So I don't know what kind of weird connection she's trying to make by saying that. It sounds like something a stripper would say. Oh, I just think you're so attractive when it that doesn't sound legitimate. And, but here she is. She's rallied so hard this whole time. I'm not a hooker. I'm not a whore. I'm not a whatever. All these things that people have said, whether they're actually directed to her or not. But then she immediately, she's there with him. I mean, I think she's doing him to screw with Gina Gershon. Exactly. I don't think she's doing that for any sort of personal benefit. I think it's out of spite. But I think that all falls, falls into the, like a similar category. Okay, okay. Like you're using your, what you have as currency. You're using what you have. If she had another way to get back at Gina Gershon, she would. This is what she has. And so I think it's very similar. And his house was beautiful. But when he turned on the lights to the pool. Like <laughs> the neon, neon palm, palm trees. trees. I was like, what that is, is so this? Vegas. It's so disgusting. But there's like the whole like she jumps in the pool, you know, gets naked, jumps he in the pool. He gets out of his clothes way too fast. He just like walks over with like champagne and just and like just like ass out. Like he it should have taken longer to get out of a suit. Was he wearing a suit? I think he was wearing a jacket and shirt. I don't think he was wearing a tie, but I mean, I don't know. I it mean, should have taken longer to disrobe. Well, and pour champagne. I guess they'd already poured champagne and had that conversation about, you know, is Crystal your favorite? Oh, he, he pours it in the pool. Because I said, 
Does champagne fuck up your pool? Because he's pouring it all over her. Over her. And then it and floats. Then he, then he drops the bottle. Like, you can't put glass in a pool. But the bottle floats and so do the glasses. You can't put glass in a pool. I was, I was wondering, I was like, is this special kind of glasses? Can we get these kind of glasses that float? This you is... can't put glass in a pool. No. Is but... that like, don't we get a thing from our homeowners association like once a week? They're like, somebody broke glass in the pool. The pool's closed for two days. It's your so pool. Can... I mean, he's also jizzing in the pool. <laughs> Ugh. I feel like that the the filter will handle that. I guess I well if it, I I don't know. Anyway, that's all. Besides the filter it. will handle the, the the pool jizz, but Ugh. the broken glass that's a problem, and and the effect of the pH of the champagne that that's a problem. Anyway, but that's after like dolphin level weird sex. Like she's just, she's drowning basically, and she just goes right in. Like she does completely under the water. If you got Jesse Spano hair, that's got to be a choice. I don't. I don't have any family members with curly hair, but that's got to be a choice, like, full-on underwater in the pool. I think that you're good until it starts to dry. Okay. Keeping it wet is probably fine. But that's, like, I'm at somebody else's house. I don't have my hair care products. <laughs> you don't have your diffuser. You, that's you don't exactly know what sort of hair dryer he has, what sort of brushes. That, that's, I'm concerned. I have not here. Sex looks like something that happens in a scene from The Naked Gun. <laughs> like, it looks like a spoof. It's so over the top. And that's what most of this looks like. like it looks like a horror movie. It does. It looks like if some, like, naked succubus or something had gotten speared or, or you know, oak stake through the heart. And now they were, like, convulsing and dying. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it, it, it's either supposed to be played for laughs. It's not sexy. Either way, it's either horror or laughs. It nowhere in between is it sexy. I would say that there's not a point in this movie where anybody is nude or having sex and it is sexy, and that actually might be a point. That could very the, well be the big, be a better movie treatise. than we think it is, or it was originally given. That that could be a point in the favor of that. Understood. But, I I could see that as being a big over over theme, and and that would be. An important thing to say, but just no one acts well enough to also support that. But yeah, she does her floppy dolphin mermaid thing again and ejaculates immediately. Like Kyle McLaughlin, Paul Atreides, he is, uh, yeah, that works on him. Apparently so. Um, so then they're, she's getting out of bed. It's in the morning. Um, he's like, stay. Like, I'll, I'll drive you back. She's like, no, I got to go. I already called a cab. And, you know, so he's acting like he likes her, I think. But then I don't trust anybody, really, truly. But then she leans over and she, like, grabs a little, like, nail full of blow, which she's rejected every other time mm-hmm. that Gina Garchon or anybody else has offered. And so it feels odd. It, it does. And, but then at the end of the movie, when we find out her history with crack cocaine, that probably is a lot more Maybe. meaningful. Yeah. That it, she, it, that, that, that's the one thing she's been rejecting this whole time. Yeah, it probably is. So then to go to the audition, because she's got to go to the audition for the, the, the understudy, she's like going, going, going. It's her, it's Braids, and other chick that was at the boat show. So they've all done things to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Is I think that's what we're supposed to see. Like they've all. They've all crossed lines. Crossed lines, exactly, to be in this moment. And it's just who did it more. Um, and, and Kyle McLaughlin is really pushing for Nomi. That she's she's got the passion of the dancing and, and everybody's like she's not as good of a dancer and everybody else is picking up what he's throwing down. 
that he slept with her and that that's why he's pushing for him her so hard but he's a he's an entertainment director so he's got final say except for crystal really has final say so she's excited she thinks that she's got it i think i'm a little i'm a little off i mean i don't know if she already finds out that she hasn't but she goes to the club to see james's dance it's uh, it's so terrible (laughs) they get booed off the stage i think i have a little before that that uh Gina Gershon and her nail file. Mm-hmm. The sound effect on the nail file. It is like a knife. I mean, that is not the way a nail file sounds. Oh, yeah. I would say that some of the sound quality, the sound effects are like, you know, in that space of like Josie and the Pussycats, which is very subversive, subversive movie, too. So I can see where maybe what was Starship Troopers before or after this? This was after Starship Troopers was after this. Starship okay, so, Troopers was 97 probably. But then RoboCop. RoboCop is, was way before this. That was the 88, 87. Yeah. And so that was done well. I feel like this was. So there the, was RoboCop. Then there was Basic Instinct. And then this. And then Starship Troopers. So they really kind of bookended with the super wild future sci-fi with kind of the two erotic thrillers in the middle. But I feel like this is a combination. If this is supposed to be that level of camp, potentially, then it is a meet in the middle of Starship Troopers and Basic Instinct. Very much so. But I, see, I, just, I feel like this is a director that's proven he can do erotic and a director that's proven he can do thrilling and a director that's proven he can do camp. I'm not sure I see it, any of those in this. I think that just maybe the subject matter was just too – it was too dark. It just couldn't be played that way, especially as we get later in the movie. Like, if it stayed a certain tone, maybe we could have gotten there, but it it it, it rolls out of that I mean, fast. I've seen some criticism that this is maybe more like some of his earlier European films, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. I just It feels like a miss to me. And I'd love to be proven otherwise. I mean, my best friend, who is the biggest contrarian movie fan of all time, so you can't really trust anything (laughs) he says. But yeah, he definitely considers this a masterpiece of of camp. Does he? Yes. Okay. Yes. He he thinks this is one of the best movies that's ever been made by an auteur genius. I would beg to differ. <laughs> I know we have different opinions. I mean, he kept, when we lived together before I got married, We he kept Joe Esterhouse's autobiography on the back of the toilet. So That's fine. He can think that Joel Esterhouse and Verhoeven are geniuses, and they are in certain levels. I'm just not sure this is the hill to die on. We watched James get booed off stage. He's dancing with, with Hope and a couple other people. Like, they, I was right. Nobody wants to see this at a club. No, nobody wants to see it anywhere. It that's where this is. It's not. It's the, that show is this movie. It's not high art enough, and it's not lowbrow enough, and it doesn't know its voice, and it's somewhere in the muddy middle, and everybody hates it. <laughs> like it could have been sexy, and we'd be like, "Oh, it's not really what we came for," but hey, that's okay. Hey. Sure, but or no. it could have been like really, really good, and be like, "Oh, like." I didn't really want to see that, but I'm glad I did. Right. Like, they're just so incredibly talented. But no, it just, the theme doesn't work. You can't. It's just like bad karaoke. It's like the theme doesn't work. You can't make high art camp out of a dark strip movie. Like, that's the problem. Like, you can't get above it enough. This is not, like, even Sweet Charity. 
for a very long time feels like it's doing that on a higher level. Then it goes and like takes a big deep dive and you go, oh, no, that wasn't fun. I leave feeling sad. But I don't know if camp has to leave you feeling happy. I mean, I think uh, what faster pussycat kill kill and uh, what uh, mommy dearest. Those are considered camp classics. True. It doesn't. But don't have to be. The violence is not campy. Mm -hmm. And no, the violence is visceral at the end of this. And it comes out of nowhere. It does. It does. It comes out of complete nowhere. It makes no sense. We're running almost two episodes. We'll have to see what <laughs> happens. Uh, I just said that she's going down those stairs. Because well, Gina Gershon is a complete asshole to her. Uh, even before that, like, James is getting married to Hope because he's knocked her up. And it's like he kind of acts like, I really did mean that for you. I did choreograph this for you. But, like... Here I am. Like, I guess I'm going to go work at a grocery store. I'm not going to be a dancer anymore because this one performance didn't work. And I've thrown my whole life away because I have a pussy problem. <laughs> Starting a life together, getting a, a real job and starting a life together, raising a family with a beautiful woman who you get along with well enough. I'm going to say he ends up about as good as anybody. Like, I agree. If you just... Get your crap together, build a life together, and both of you go get real jobs. Like He's getting out of this pretty unscathed. <laughs> I mean, truly so. But I, I don't even feel like we didn't... That's the thing. Like uh, that to, kind of thing go happens. Go to trade school. Go to like we, we need some more. We need some more trade schools. And he probably will. He'll do something else. I mean, like he, learn learn to, to drive a forklift or. Well, eventually he drive or no, I guess it was get a CDL before or like, he was driving a Porsche that he gets confiscated. But but I think what we're supposed to feel is some level of regret that they should have been together, but we didn't spend enough time no. developing a relationship. She was aggressive and hostile to him. We could cut him out of the movie and not miss him. Wouldn't miss him at all. Unfortunate. Cause I think he could have been a good character. Yeah. He just was very poorly used. He was one of the more likable characters to be but... at first, at first. And then, then they quickly just, you know, yeah, we're like, we hate everybody here. Yeah. You're saying she's going to go on the stairs. And I just haven't, I was like, this show just gets weirder and weirder. <laughs> we have all these different crazy costumes. They're in like dominatrix, weird stuff. And like, there's motorcycles. The motorcycles are pretty cool. Uh, at, at some point I was like, I'm getting bored of the titties. I mean, <laughs> they're really, yeah. Like I don't, they're not played to be flattering in anything. And I think that's on purpose, but can we get like a, just a traditional can can or a stand up comedian or can we get some, <laughs> some, I mean, even the strip club knew that they needed a stand up comedian. I, I want to see the monkey act. Yeah. There is a monkey act that happens at some point, but Gina Garchon gets lower from the ceiling. And then I was like, is this a gang rape? Are we having a gang rape as part of this? We're choreographing this as a piece. And then, then she's like pulling and dancing with Nomi and making her submissive. But it's like, is this? Yeah, that's what's happening I don't here. Know. I don't know. I, I am I am advocating like Vegas, call me. Like, let's get the new topless cabaret review. We need it. We need it back. It's something that Vegas has had bad. for 50. But this is terrible. <laughs> This is so bad. This is like stomp with rape. I mean, it's it's not good. A stomp with rape. Sorry, I just caught that. So then, yeah, like you said, someone's going down the stairs. And Gina Garchon goes down the stairs because Nomi pushes her. She's over it. She's done. She's pushed her buttons last time. And I was like, that's this is a different level. Like there's one thing to get mad and stomp off and like kind of make everybody else feel uncomfortable and do all this stuff. But, like this is 
this is aggressive. This is assault. This is like someone, this is someone who has committed a crime before because she immediately has no remorse. Mm -hmm. And then immediately braid girl who dropped the jewels. She she knows knows exactly what happened. Nomi's got some stuff on her. Yeah. She knows. Nobody didn't say quiet. So she's like, oh, I, I thought she was nowhere close. Like she just tripped and fell. It seems like a weird choice of if, you know, if I were doing a police interview or if I were a forensic psychologist, like analyzing a police interview, it's like, oh, she was nowhere near her. Like, that seems like an odd thing to say. <laughs> right. I mean, everyone's near everyone. They're running down the stairs at the end of a sh- at the end of a, a segment. and They're going to go change clothes. I, I'm guessing. I don't think it's the end of a show. But anyway. So she hits. So now, now there's a little prid pro quo with Braid's girl and Nomi. Like they both have covered. Nomi did not actively cover for her. She just omitted. This mm-hmm. chick stepped out and covered for her. So now she's up the ante a little bit in terms of where she's going to be. But Nomi's already like been uh, then rejected from the understudy role because Crystal's not a fan. But now Crystal is out with a compound fracture of the hip. I'm not going to Google that. Um, but I haven't for that. Like she's got a concussion. That's no big deal. I was like, um, we w- <laughs> we wouldn't be saying that now. And then a compound fracture of the hip. The compound fracture of the hip is going to keep her from dancing for sure. A compound fracture of the a compound fracture means you have bones poking through the skin. Yes, that is of the hip. That is. Yeah, gruesome. I think that's that's just someone who didn't Google terms right. I, think I don't so. think that's really how that works. Yeah, concussions. I, the concussion, like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, um, we know a lot more about concussions now, but I mean, nothing has ever chilled me more than watching an old WWF show and Chris Benoit is smacked over the head with a steel chair and the announcer saying, that'll give you a concussion. That'll give you a concussion. Like, that man is not going to wake up the same man tomorrow. Like, yeah. <sighs> that is true. <laughs> that is gruesome. Okay, so she's going to be understudy now. And so there's something, I don't know if you caught this. There's something very subtle that gets said a couple of times that I think is very foreshadowing. So when they're at the boat show, Mm -hmm. dude says like, we'll go get some dinner. We'll get lobster and champagne and we'll go hear Caesar sing. Yes. Yes. I I did. Because Caesar sings to her. Like, is that it? But before. Okay. Sorry. Kyle McLaughlin says it again. Yes. He says it again in reference, like in a very quick way, this exact same way after, I think after she's gotten the understudy role and she's kind of like, she kind of makes a face like I've heard this before, but then Crystal's gone. So she does get the understudy role now, or now she is the she's star. She's the star of the show. She's on the billboards. And she- the billboard, they like jumped all in. She's the star. They go in for it. Molly knows what's happened though. Molly's her best friend. And Molly knows she pushed her down the stairs. Like Molly's kind of like, who is this person that I've let into my life who is willing to do this? Here I thought she was just kind of a hopeless mess and I was carrying her and now she's, Oh, she's a serial killer. She's doing she's exactly, a serial murderer. She's doing this like ruthless things. Like she could have killed her. I mean, she could have died falling down the stairs. That's very possible. Like got a lot of concrete, you never know how people are gonna hit the floor. But You gotta wonder, like the understudy, or not the understudy, the the stunt double that probably went the tumble down the stairs. Yeah. yeah a lot of times those are guys in a wig. <laughs> it probably and is. I'm pretty sure there was some ass out. And I, I'm just curious. That's a good ass. I mean, there's some guys with good asses. I mean, the guy who um, 
subbed for Jennifer Beale doing the dancing. And <laughs> that was a dude doing the break dancing. They didn't even, they did some Henry Cavill stuff. They didn't even get rid of his mustache. If you pause it, you can see it. It's still there. Um, they were like, nobody will notice. See, I, I wonder that the stunt double that took the flight, the, the fall down the stairs. I wonder what her story is or his story. Yeah, that's interesting. That, that would be like, so what'd you do today? Um, <laughs> like a, Put on a, a, a crotchless leather jumpsuit and, <laughs> and fell down the stairs. Sounds like fun. So let's go party. And like, it sounds like let's go party like we're going to go out to dinner. But no, like there's a giant party, like a giant party in her honor. You would know ahead of time. I would want to know ahead of time. Like, wait, you threw you created this giant party without me even knowing I didn't even have something to wear. You bought me something that looks like I'm a Barbie. Like, what is that made out of? Is that leather or is that vinyl? It's leather or, or it... vinyl. It's Yeah, it's like metallic leather or vinyl. It's very... Like a skirt and a long jacket? It's like a light blue. It's... That's an outfit. It, quite, 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 quite. So they're going to this party and they've talked about this guy before. It's like Alexander Carter, maybe, or something. He's Andrew Carver An- was what I Car- said. Andrew Carver, I think that's right. I said he looks like a pro wrestler. Or like some sort of weird like or a weird magician. Weird magician or like not Michael Bolton. Oh. Because he seems like He seems like a sing he seems like a singer, like, but he seems he, he's a musician. We mm-hmm. know he's a musician. But, but everybody loves him. I just kind of think he looks like a tool. We never hear his music. Yeah. He looks like a total tool, but he's coming. We know Molly loves him. Um, she's like, he's going to be there. You should come. And she's like, no, I don't think so. I don't think I should be there because she's mad and slash like just totally questioning her whole life right now because her friend is is a potential murderer or like at least attempted murderer. <laughs> and then so we get to the party and then but Molly does show up and she's looking fabulous and awesome. So they're there. Everybody's having a good time. What is his name again? Andrew Carver. Andrew Carver comes like, oh, so he gets introduced to her and he's already like a creepo. He's like, you know, oh, like I liked your ass. Like you should call me. And she's like makes a face at him. But she still introduces Molly. Like, Molly's one of your biggest fans. And he's like, great. They're hitting it off, like, drinking and dancing and kind of kissing. And, okay, it seems they're going to get together. And he takes her to another room. And... That was uncomfortable. I don't know. There was, like, just this horrible, terrible gang rape. And I... I don't know what it served. Here is this woman... That has been the only light in mm-hmm. this movie. She's been the only person who believed in this just chaotic force that Elizabeth Berkeley is being in not a good way. She's questioned her motives, but like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to celebrate this moment. This is our lives now. You know, maybe it, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but... And here is this someone who, like, she's idolized. Like, you know, she's – and she's already said, like, she – I don't know why it makes it a little bit worse that she, like, hasn't had sex in a long time. Right. And she's going to have sex with this she guy. She would have had sex and with him. And then there's this and, – and rape isn't about sex. It's about power. And it's it's about totally about power. But it – and he doesn't even – I don't even think he has – I'm not even sure if he has sex with her. I don't know. It's like his bodyguards. And it's like, I kind of don't get to like, cause this guy seems like such a douche. This is kind of a side point. What is he doing serving his bodyguards? I have no idea. Like it doesn't, 
None, none of it this, makes this entire th- doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense it's awful it's so awful and you know they're having this party down below and then she stumbles out and she's bloodied from everywhere and yeah, i don't have i stopped taking notes at this point i, I have with because they were kissing yeah and i just said that if i'd snuck in and learned what kissing and sex looked like from this you would have a problem <laughs> no, I would not have a problem. I think you would have figured it out, but and that's my last note. Like, like that, then there's that scene, and then Nomi comes up and and takes care of some business. She does. Uh, it's the only the good thing that she does. I, I like. I just have this get so dark. You know, so then we're at the hospital, and you know, Kyle McLaughlin's looking at a file. I don't, we don't know exactly what it's about. And she's like, why aren't the police here? He's like, we're not going to call the police. You know, you're part of the team. You're going to be a big star. Andrew Carver's part of a team. He's, you know, he's a big star. Polly. And she stops. Because Polly is actually her real name. We know the whole time she's hiding from something. She's not really giving correct information. But they don't really care mm-hmm. until now. And he goes down this whole laundry list. Like, first of all, he starts with, I think, the most pivotal point is that his her mother killed or no his fa- her father killed her mother and then killed himself so then she's in the foster system she has no parents then he wants to be like you know now you have all these charges like prostitution 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 like assault with a deadly weapon crack cocaine like this is just a laundry list of someone who's like desperate i think but that's the difference of a conversation about this now and a conversation Versus about then, that then. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, he doesn't care if Crystal gets to the top by manipulating people and, and being horrible and potentially soliciting people and prostituting other people. He doesn't care if she gets ahead by pushing Crystal down the stairs. He doesn't care. But then he's just going to be like, you're – you are a whore basically and you know what's your price what was your price and then he kind of thinks he's being sexy it's so convoluted the whole conversation about like uh, yeah i mean but basically they're not going to do anything they're not going to make this right he's, he's like i he's like if you like her basically if you like her not that like it's obvious that this is her family the only family that she has even remotely had if you like her, then I'll make sure that she gets a bunch of money. She can go have a dress shop or something like that. So that she doesn't, she can go do what she wants to do. And she's like, okay, got it. So then she goes back. She gets all hot. She calls Andrew Carver because he said, call me. She goes up. Same dudes are outside the door. Like, who is this dude? This Yanni looking bullshit dude. I have no idea. I, I don't, I mean, I don't, who did the, who said this is the guy? She, okay, so here's a weird. Not to go back up to Minx on Max, but has she painted her nipples? I thought she was going to poison him. Poison him? him? That's what I thought. I completely thought that. Like, her nipples look weird. We've seen her nipples a, a enough ton to know of what times. they look like. And they and are, then all of a sudden there's some lipstick on her or something. They're huge. And they're red. I was like, what is going on? Uh, have you ever heard of somebody lipsticking their nipples? Uh, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, not to not to shade on anyone, no. but what kind of circles do you think I live in? I um, just, you run across a lot of women 
who have various lifestyles and things that they do and sometimes they and, and you ladies talk about sex way more than we guys do we and do that's true but no i'm never i've never all once. my guy friends in my friend group are all like teach me <laughs> yes <laughs> um no i it's obvious like it's so obvious that it's like this it seems like that would be something like maybe she had some augmentation done, but she wasn't have had time to have augmentation done because they people have made a lot of notes about her nipples. It just looks painted. It just they looks look painted. painted they look red. And I was like, there's something on this. This is weird. And so I he, don't realize that that's a way that we that, that all I could think about was minks. Where we're talking about how nipples read whatever right, under they the have right to be, light, they have so you have to be makeup. rouging them. So yeah, so he starts immediately like sucking on her nipples. I was like, oh okay, he's gonna die. Cool. But then, no, she pulls out her handy switchblade and, like, if you say anything, you're going to die. And she Gets kicks the, the shit out of, out of him. him. Like, where did that come from? When when was she a martial artist? There's, like, all sorts of, like, spinny kicks and stuff. Right. Like, She's, like, capoeiraing him. We never see him, which I appreciate to mm-hmm. a certain degree. But then also at the same time, we had to see what happened to her, to yeah. Molly. So maybe we should have seen him like kicking kicking is so visceral there's something about kicking when someone's on like that just bothers me more than anything else but either way she's chosen she's made her choice like and this is it's a weird thing but she's made her choice she's like i'm gonna get vengeance for molly she's chosen her old drifter lifestyle and drifter code over her showgirl stardom right i mean so she's like this is it i've done it I'm heading out. I've she lets Molly know, and she leaves, and she's hitching she again. Gina Grisson on the way out. Oh yeah, she stops by and she sees her in the hospital in the same hospital, and Gina Garcon like knows. She knows that she pushed her. She knows like that's that's the way. That's the pecking order. That's the way it works. She's like, I'm kind of retired now. I got a huge settlement. Uh, like I did I the same thing anyway. basically, and she's like, Are you gonna kiss me goodbye? Like so, they kiss. Gina Garchon gives her the cowboy hat, which is, I guess, her new persona. And Gina Garchon kind of starts to cry. Like, I don't know how anybody feels about anybody. <laughs> um, then she heads back out with a duffel bag now, better carrying. Gonna hitch. Truck pulls over. It's the same damn truck. And we know it. She knows it. She knows it pretty quickly, too. She puts some sunglasses on. She gets in the truck. I would have thought she looks enough alike that this guy would clue in a little bit. But he doesn't. She gets in and she changes the radio station again. She takes off her sunglasses and he's like, fuck, it's you. And she's like, I want my suitcase. Like, um, okay. I'm pretty sure you're like, it's so your weird. Your suitcase is in a dumpster somewhere. Lady. Your suitcase like, is nowhere. Either that or it's at the police station. Like there's either it's full of fingers or <laughs> just like, there's like 72 ears in here right. or it was just full of garbage. So then they're like, you know, skidding all over the road because she's got her switchblade again. And then they're driving straight and they're headed back towards Los Angeles. I guess he just does this route, picks people up on either side and scams them. But yeah, like that's to me, She's made her choice, and the the sequel to this is her on murder spree. There actually is a sequel to this. Who's in it? Take we could probably do this in going deeper, but just assume that the rights got a little complicated, and one of the more minor characters of this film was able to acquire the rights to write, direct, and star in the sequel. A minor character? It doesn't feel like there's anyone stands out in a minor character that I would even know as a person gotcha um softcore actress rena riffle who uh you know is hope 
Oh, okay. Yeah, she wrote, directed, and starred in the sequel. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good for her. But, yeah, so, bottom line, was this, should this have been forbidden? Yes, 100%. Yes, on so many different levels. Um, this could have been forbidden and fun. This could have been forbidden and, like, a cautionary tale. Uh, but no, it was forbidden and just bleak and terribly acted. Uh, I just, I, I feel like it should have broken through. I feel like at 20, this could have, this could have done something. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like at 40, the, there's just, there's not much here to titillate. And it's just kind of, kind of left me bummed. I, I, it's super bummed. So we're just going to have to pretend like it was kind of fun and all the social media around it's going to be kind of fun. And It was a spectacle. Oh, that, that for sure. For sure. I mean, it, there was a, this was like a mediocre musical. Yeah. Where you, where you leave kind of bummed, but you saw just things that like your eyes. It was shiny. You know? There were boobs. Like, yeah, there was a lot happening, but it, it never completed a thought. Right. Never once did it complete a thought. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got, this is just. A, Everyone had a, uh, incomplete. Exactly. Everyone had a huge case of ADHD and they just moved on. Um, there was probably some cocaine involved right, in the making of this film. Right, that could be it too. The writing of this film. Yeah. All, all of the above. But but yeah, so that's that's it. We did Showgirls. So episode 50. Hope you guys enjoyed it. This let one us, might be 51. We'll see when I start editing. Yeah, we're, we're long, guys. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. Um, we are still we're, we're still collaborating. Take a look at our our social medias let us know what your this seems like a crossover what your porn name showgirl name would be um we gotta figure out stripper name there's got to be a different a different a different uh, formula for stripper name could I'll, be. I'll, I'll do that for going deeper could and we'll be, figure out be. what our stripper names are but make sure that you're watching um minx on hbo max like it is probably by now it's all available to you and you can binge it all and then just kind of sit back and relax and relive it with us as we go week to week um you know, follow us on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema. Um, shoot us an email, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail. Follow us, Minx on Max, Going Deeper on Instagram. And yeah, just enjoy. We're having a good time. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to look into the, some of the more recent criticism for this for Going Deeper. Maybe I can find something that'll change my mind. But uh, I guess we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.